Hello, everybody. This is a pre-podcast podcast, and it's uh, we might hopefully, hopefully, we might be sounding even better because we're, I've invested huge amounts of uh, Cisco's money on <laughs> some brand new mixing equipment that took us an hour to work. You, you, need, you, to need, work. you need to photograph that and put that on Twitter. I, I, I did. I, I, when oh, when it did. turned up out of the box, uh, off from uh, from uh, another cloud-based uh, uh, deliverer of goods, <laughs> it turned up and it was awesome. And I played around with it, and then this morning within the Within it arriving sort of a month ago, and then getting it to actually use it in real life, I couldn't get it to work. Yeah, but can you explain why you couldn't get it to <laughs> because work? Because the problem, as as I got very uh, uh, cleverly once told me, the problem lied between the chair and the desk, it did. which was me, <laughs> um, because uh, my microphone, because the input levels on my Mac. No, you didn't plug it in. I hadn't plugged it in. <laughs> it looks impressive, right. though. I have to say, it looks really slick. Okay. If nothing else, well, it looks. Uh, it looks like you know what you and, doing. And and guess what happened since the last podcast. We've had people, people have tweeted us and emailed us. We it was actually, awesome. actually had feedback. We had feedback <laughs> and I, a big shout out to Sam, Sam Byers. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, absolutely. There. And also to uh, to Bruce Winters. Who was uh, going to send you some oil for your squeaky chair. Yeah, yeah some WD-40. Yeah, yeah which yeah. has never turned up. Uh, you yeah, went, yeah, where is it? Yeah, Come you on. went properly Welsh on WD-40 then. Yeah, I think there was an <laughs> there was an advert or something on the top. Is there really? Years, but, but, and I don't know. Um, there you go. Should we start the podcast? I think we should. All right, mm. okay. Hello and welcome to the uh, Cisco Technology Podcast and uh, I'm joined today by co-presenter Mark. Co-presenter, you, finally. You, it's, yeah, it's been finally there for a while. It like has been finally day. there for a while, but thank you, thank you. You're welcome, you're welcome. I can still just take it away when I want it though. Yeah, you it can, is my, the power. My, it is my train set and I'm going to take it away. <laughs> um, we're also joined by uh, Hattrick Performance. There we go, Brett Martin. Brett. So... Uh, now moved across to Cisco Meraki. Uh, yeah. You may recognise my dulcet tones from such podcasts as. <laughs> Don't get big for your boots. This is my yeah. in my ears. <laughs> third, third time he's already just trying to self promote. What's that about? It's all about me. <laughs> I'll let you. Uh, I'll let you do the the big ups. Yeah. Then. So you might have worked out uh, what we're going to be talking about today. So we're going to talk about Meraki. So that we've been. Uh, They've been a part of the Cisco fan for a long time. Yeah, four and, years. Uh, bad, bad on my part that we haven't had a chance to get anybody on. But since you're a, you mean you're a, 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 a triple, now a triple podcast uh, contributor, mm-hmm. it was uh, it was a perfect opportunity when you moved over to go. Do you know what? Actually, come on the podcast and tell us all about your life and experience of, of moving over to Meraki and tell us all about it. So that's what we're here today for, listeners. Can I, can I also just point out the fact that, that Brett looks like the Meraki marketing cupboard threw up on him this morning. And, and it's unfortunate that people can't see this on the podcast, but we are going to take um, we, we've tweet got a photo. Pictures. We've got because we've got, we've got Meraki jacket, we've got Meraki t-shirt, we've got Meraki stationery. I'm told there might even be Meraki pants and socks. Uh, no um, socks today. I thought that no would get taken a bit too far. You oh, forgot and, the Meraki pen. And the Meraki pen. Oh, Meraki yeah. pen. So, so, yeah. so he's, he's basically been marketed out. Yeah. Uh, and, and the... And, so yeah, there's nothing more we can say about that, really. No. <laughs> so, um, so again, uh, we're going to talk about Meraki. Uh, so, for those of you who, who don't know, uh, what is Meraki? Oh, Brett Martin. Uh, so it started out as a wireless vendor. Uh, it was backed by Google in the early days. It was a project called RoofNet, which was basically all around wireless mesh. 
Uh, but it's grown quite significantly since then. So actually, even since the acquisition, it's grown. Uh, it's grown tenfold. Uh, so across, and the portfolio has broadened uh, from Wi-Fi into switching, into security, into MDM. We'll come on there's to loads of there's loads of products, but various bits and pieces. What, that what, what is it? Uh, so what is Meraki? I mean, apart from it, it, it you know, the actual Meraki means something. Is it as a word? Doesn't it mean like happiness or something? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they, sh- they should have covered that, shouldn't oh, they? They should, should have done the research on that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's quickly Google it. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, so, so what is it then? So yeah, give so us, give, give the, us a, a broad brush overview, what, and then we can delve into the into the uh, bit more into the details. Yeah, sure. So the uh, the the unique about Meraki is that it's 100% cloud managed. So there is no console port, there is no CLI. Uh, you basically plug that device in, it will call home and it will talk to Meraki dashboard and all of your devices are managed through that one single um, one single platform we call dashboard. So, so in essence then, if I was going to compare it to other Cisco products or Cisco family or Cisco solutions or whatever out there, this is, I have product or networking equipment out there. Yep. And uh, we'll talk about what those equipment is, but it is just ma- there's no management platform on, on premise. You don't have to worry about standing up a virtual machine or mm-hmm. anything like that or downloading software. You can just then um, put, it's just automatically managed in the cloud. So you just go to a dashboard, you go to the Meraki.com, log in into the dashboard, and then all your equipment is managed and configured and analyzed. Yep. And all that magic stuff happens from there. So that Absolutely. is the biggest, the big difference is, mm. is that. Um, no need for an on-prem management sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, absolutely. Is that why we're going on? Might be too simplistic. No, I think that's a, that's a good summary. Uh, I guess the the other side of that is that all of the control capability sits in the cloud. So, uh, in the wireless network, for example, uh, you literally have access point out of site. Everything else is handled from the cloud. So we we typically a network made of Meraki kit is typically going to consist of fewer boxes than than other kinds of networks. Right. Makes sense? Simples. Sense. Simples. Easy peasy. Lemon squeezy. There we go. And I think that's the big <laughs> thing, isn't it? I mean, that, that you know, I, I think to me that was the first introduction to Meraki for me was just that sheer simplicity of deployment. Mm. And I think that transcends not just me as an individual user, but customers see that as the major the major buying point. Yeah, I yeah. think so. And one one thing that is absolutely is a thread that runs through everything is is that focus on simplicity, oh. trying to make things as intuitive as possible, uh, trying not to clutter dashboards with lots of different radio buttons and checkboxes and various uh, options, actually simplifying things, taking away some of uh, that, the, the sort of uh, t- tick boxes and, and all of those sorts of uh, things that you might get in, in other solutions and just trying to make it easier uh, to work out what's going on and, and easier to, to configure. Right. So, and it is, it's, it's that thing of simplicity and that's going to be a theme that I think will run through the, the rest of this mm. podcast today. Um, the, but what do you, you mean, what products are we talking about? You've mentioned a couple of them so far. Yeah. Let's, you mean, because it, it started off with, you know, you said wireless a long time ago on the Galaxy far, far away. But where, where, where has it come from from then? So from there, we've gone into uh, into switching. So uh, the, the the nice thing about switching now is that we've plugged a lot of the portfolio gaps. So perhaps in the past, you wanted 
uh, a sort of a layer two stackable switch. We only had a layer three stackable switch, but we've just bought out a layer two stackable switch. Um, we now have uh, a, a 10 gig fiber aggregation switch, 40 gig uplinks. So it's, we're moving up and up the, the sort of hierarchy, if you like. So actually, that would fit into a small core or into a, a distribution. So yeah. Layer so from my experience then of, of of networking is so you're basically talking access layer. So access both from the wireless and the wired now. Yeah. So the wired perspective, so you can have layer two, layer three, stackable. Yep. Um, and then going up into the distribution layer as well. Yeah. Or or they could be if you have a smaller network oh. that could be your core as well. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So from there uh, into into uh, security appliance. So the security appliance is, uh, I guess, the, the category that would sit in is, is UTM, Unified Threat Management. So it's not really a router. It's not really a firewall. Uh, it's so what is it then? It is it's everything. A, it's a it's a magical box of awesome. That's what it is. <laughs> it's a magical box of awesome. Do you know what? Yeah, that, that's, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna edit that out. Uh, yeah, magical box of awesome. Excellent. Yeah. I'm liking that. That you can see the security cynic in me is sat here thinking, mm, okay. <laughs> well, that's why I was looking at you going. Yeah. So what is it then? I'm looking at Mark going. That's our security. No, I mean UTM. Or, UTM as a as a category has been around in the market for a while. That that concept that actually if you roll back the years you, you know you'd have stood up your firewall you'd have stood up an ips you'd have stood up maybe some content filtering you'd have stood mm. up some av and so on and so forth now and probably over the last 10 years the, the industry has said well actually let's aggregate all that functionality into a single appliance so you don't have six boxes to yeah. feed water manage and, and yeah. the meraki mx boxes are essentially combining all that capability into a single magical box of awesomeness there we go there yeah, we go you've said it twice now I will not say it <laughs> so, so that's okay so the, and the security one is great because you I mean a lot of things that we've talked about from a security perspective because it is a, a bit of everything isn't it it's a router as well yeah. and you can and we've talked about things such as SD-WAN can be done with it and then with the dashboard which we'll talk about oh can you explain what SD-WAN is Justin um, I don't know. <laughs> Software defined wide area network there you go oh, there's, oh that's what you're picking me up on yeah oh, you're shouting at me on my own podcast yeah great thanks Good. There you go. So if anybody doesn't know what that is, it's just how you use... It's an interesting thing. We've done a previous podcast on that uh, a long time. It's quite, quite yeah, a way ago. Yeah, yeah. We've been, we have been going for over a year now. Um, yeah, so there's a previous podcast, but it's, it's very simply a way of connect, using the different ways of connecting your networks together or your wide area networks together, and you don't have to all just use your MPLS. You can use... Uh, the internet and, and using such features and functionality as performance routing of being able to monitor how well applications are running over one link and making an intel intelligent decision on which way you're going to route your traffic. So, for example, if you're using your MPLS link and, for example, video starts to become um, slow or jittery or pack loss jitter or delay, your the network can automatically send that traffic over a, an alternative link in real time that. completely off the cuff and it's there totally secure super secure uh, and things like that so hmm. so the uh, the interesting thing about uh, sd1 on Meraki is it runs over technology we call auto vpn which is arguably the industry's uh, simplest to deploy site-to-site -site VPN. So hopefully Mark is kind of agreeing with me. <laughs> I, I don't disagree with it being simple. <laughs> Perfect, thank you. But in my government world, uh, as most people know, I inhabit the government security world. 
uh, and there are some differences in in where that technology may or may not meet certain minimum government requirements. Mm. But that's, okay. a, that's a, like an industry challenge. Yeah, that's an, an industry, industry challenge, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a, absolutely. That, that, you yeah, mean, yeah, what yeah, would yeah. you do using government might not be what you would use in a, a an enterprise, a commercial not business, or whatever. Yeah. It, it's it's that thing of the three legged donkey isn't about people policy <laughs> and process and going. Yeah. Does the business case? Can you uh, can you can your business case of what what you're trying to achieve yeah. can that be met and how can you and if if you're disabling that by making it so secure yeah. that you're not en- enabling you're not enabling the business, the business See, I yeah. do listen uh, mm. you do you do it's only so been a year it, yeah so <laughs> so very 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 simple to roll out site to site VPN uh, so lots of uh, lots of use cases for that. Um, I use that to uh, build a site-to-site VPN between my house and my mum and dad's house, for example, which is uh, so. Essential. So you you're using Meraki yourself in your own home. I am. Yeah, so am I. So, oh, and you are as well. So yeah. I'm the only one who's not. Why can't I have one then? There we go. We'll have a chat about that afterwards. All right. Promise. <laughs> Promise. All right. It's it's going live. This is now. It's going to be on like <laughs> out on the on the interweb and everything that you said you talked to me afterwards about getting me some stuff. It didn't say you would get you it though. Oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> so we were talking about products, weren't we? So uh, I guess to to round out the 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 Meraki portfolio, there's a, there's another three categories. So one of those is uh, systems manager, which is the uh, the MDM mobile device management, mobile application management platform so interestingly uh, every single uber driver runs meraki mdm so uh, we have a cool. very very large deployment of, uh, of meraki systems manager with, uh, what, with every single uber driver every single uber driver so when i got my uber when i got an uber the other night yeah last week yeah so uh, they... other, other online taxi firms are available <laughs> i'm not sure they are <laughs> not everywhere. <laughs> um, he had he had um, he had system manager on your, on his phone. Yeah, so that allows Uber to to manage the app installed on that device. It allows them to to manage. So the when profiles they, so so when it, uh, you sign up as an Uber, you got me. You didn't. We didn't yeah, we didn't talk about this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so when you sign up as an Uber driver, you and you've got your own phone. I'm assuming you, they don't ship you a phone. It's Correct. Their, yeah. their phone. Mm-hmm. So yeah. part of that agreement of being an Uber driver, they you have to have that software installed. MDM has to be on there. Yeah, and, and it then gives Uber some some control over over that device so they've they've got visibility of it they can see they can see geographically where it is um i mean uber probably aren't using this but good examples of, of what you can apply are things like within this geofence to disable the camera for example so uh in in sens- sensitive sites then yeah. you don't want people to be able to use the use the camera have, uh, have a policy that turns it off. Okay. Um, very simple. Applying password policies, um, pushing applications down to devices, yeah. uh, pushing um, pushing various things down to, to mobile devices. But it's a great thing because MDMA, you mean, it, it, did they sort of the free version or is that gone now? Uh, that's gone away. Mm. So uh, historically there was there was a free version but uh, no no longer. Yeah, because that was really great because I even had that uh, for a time on my, my kids mm. and my wife's mm. phone and yeah. And that sort of thing. And when my daughter go, I've lost my phone. You go right, okay. I'm going to go and wipe it for you. I'll, yeah. I'll press the find button, and you'll be able to look on on the on the dashboard and find out where it yeah. is. Mm. Um, manage the applications on there as well. But it's, I mean, for simple MDM management, it, it was great. And then also there's the enhanced. You mean you do a full version of of, of mm. where you could do all the things you would see in the other MDM vendors out there yeah. as well. And the great thing is it's integrated with our ISE as yep. well. So as our our supersonic network as an enforcer product where you we're from an MDM rollout perspective it integrates in there so when you mm. come onto the network ISE as a as an identity services engine would then um, say oh you need to put on 
system manager yeah. you haven't got system manager on your device and push it down to it so mm -hmm. for example yeah. for BYOD strategy yeah. automating rollout it fits into really in, into that as well doesn't it it does uh, other other nice things that it can do would be things like jailbreak detection oh yeah, that's yeah. a big one yeah so you can then rather than having a really binary policy that says if that device is jailbroken it can't join my network at all you could say uh, if that device is jailbroken, put it into a remediation VLAN yeah, yeah. so that somebody's got half a chance of, of fixing the device. So um, lots of examples where actually having that visibility into the device because we've got a client running on it gives us uh, more to go on to make a network decision, um, which which can be quite powerful. Um, so in Meraki, they're known as sentry policies. So we can create lots of, uh, lots of rich policies based on what we know about that device when it's connecting to our network. I think what's really interesting about that narrative uh, is that a lot of people sort of put Meraki in the simple box, mm. as in not not simple to configure, but maybe simple as in low, you know, light low, on features, light on, features yeah. light on capability. Uh, and I know we're going to talk a bit more about that later, but I, I think just that description there just shows, I think, quite clearly that as a capability, there's there's quite a lot of depth. Yeah. In it that maybe people aren't familiar with but, or aren't as... And, and, and I'm, we're going to delve into that a bit further on in the yeah. podcast, but it is, it's, it's a really interesting point, yeah. and it is a huge amount of things you can do with it, and, and, and I think it's that thing of when the customers... And, and that's when it, we'll call this out later on as well again, but about the, seeing the dashboard is the thing that really yeah. stuck out for me. Mm. And, and, when, and when you guys joined the Cisco family, it was the way that you would always... First thing you'd do was you'd, you'd do the demonstration of it. Yeah. You would go... Where we would always go ask get our slide decks out. Yeah. You guys go, let me just get access to the, the internet dashboard. and I'll show you the dashboard. Mm. And and people go, ooh, because it yeah. is that thing. Yeah. yeah. But then that adds up as a product itself is 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 you re regard it as as the product as as the made product. That you yeah. Have. I mean, you you could argue almost that the bits of hardware that hang off the bottom are kind of inconsequential in comparison to dashboard. I mean, it is yeah. is a, a is it is what you're buying into when you when you, you deploy Meraki really yeah. dashboard really yeah. is that sort of central central part of the universe for for Meraki yeah. um, I guess uh, just to finish off there's another couple of products there on our on our list so uh, one of those is a security camera uh, and that's really interesting because we've we've learned a lot over the last 10 years about distributed systems about simplifying complex systems um, getting rid of additional um, boxes and, and physical security is a great example of, of a technology that is quite complex there's a lot mm. um, there's a lot of boxes that you typically have to deploy uh, boxes on which you record uh, you record the content um, uh, software applications that manage all your cameras uh, so we've stripped away all of that and in the same way that you deploy a wireless access point and you connect that to the cloud, you can now buy a Meraki security camera. Literally all you buy is a camera and a license and that's, that's all you need. Um, so really looking to apply uh, what we've learned from other areas of technology um, into, into those uh, sort of interesting areas where we think we can, we can sort of come along and disrupt that market. Um, and the same with telephony. So we've we've launched a, a phone as well. Um, not quite available in, in Europe yet, but will be available um, imminently. Uh, and the idea behind that is that it's going to be super, super, super simple to, uh, to deploy a, a phone with a public phone number on it. So we'll have an integration with a, with a local SIP provider that can basically provision you a number, uh, a phone number through dashboard. So uh, one place to go to roll out 
to roll out a uh, your phone. So uh, I think where we've come from, I'm conscious that I'm talking lots here. I'm not giving either of you two a look in. Um, but where we've come we, we from... We do it on purpose. We're just letting you talk. That's fine. It's all about the guests. <laughs> it's it's about all right, you. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we've come from a, a world of... of just having a single product with wireless. Um, wireless is now less than uh, 50% of our, of our business. Actually, the, 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 the other products make up more than half of, of our business now. Um, and uh, it's, it's, I guess the idea behind Meraki is that it's really it's cloud-managed IT. It's not even just sort of cloud-managed networking. We're really looking at how we, can, how we can expand the portfolio into other areas where it makes sense. And, the, and the, the other things in there as well is because you get that dashboard and things that are from our analytical information, being mm, able right. to, uh, and, and, and how it integrates into, into other things as well. So going back to Wi-Fi again, that you can very quickly and easily gather analytical information on, mm. uh, for example, in, in a retail environment, you can see how many people, because they've got Wi-Fi phones, right. and you did, we, yeah. you know, we did the, the, the podcast on, on connected mobile experience on Wi-Fi analytics. Yeah. Um, but you could do that so much simply because I've got a Wi-Fi network out there. Yeah. Al- analytics is built into the dashboard. Yeah. It is. And, and, and that's a huge benefit for a customer. Instead of going, right, I need to go away and look at maybe an on-prem solution, I have to go and roll out other things, mm. uh, you can just turn it on. The feature's there. Yeah, absolutely. And that, that's, I mean, one of the real benefits of being cloud-managed. It's, it's a two-way street. We're feeding back these analytics yeah. from the network devices into dashboard. So if you've got a network of three devices or if you've got a network of 300,000 devices, it doesn't matter. You've still got a single place that you can go to see that summary view of all of that statistical data. So, I mean, mm-hmm. Um, in terms of scale, I mean, we're we're rolling this out to um, to the government of Mexico. Every single government building in Mexico um, is is running or will be running shortly Meraki Wi-Fi, um, and it's that sort of elasticity, I suppose. You can scale up very easy. You can scale down to very small sites very easily. Um, anyway. I think no, no, I, no, it's, it's gone, gone. No, I, I was going to say, I think it, it put my security hat on, which doesn't often come off, to be fair. <laughs> it never um, comes off. It doesn't. It's there it's stuck. every day. Analytics is a really interesting one from the point of view of the security side, because I think what I really like, I mean, just using it at home, you get far more visibility of your mm. traffic than I think most of our customers might have today. Yeah. You know, because it gives you, right, this client is using this amount of traffic and you'll get a full breakdown of everything. Yep. You know, how much volume is going to this site, to that site, to this site, and that's there for free. It's it's just there, isn't it, as a capability, which I think is, is really nice. So I know I can... But that, that's a great thing we all talked about before about mm. application visibility. Yeah. You've you now got there. application visibility of all the applications yep. running across your network, the bandwidth, the users, the yep. devices. You can very... You get so much granular information that you would maybe not get another in, in, in normal uh, normal networks but it's not the right way to say <laughs> no, no, no. In, in another network yeah. but yeah. It's, it's, it's that thing, the richness of the yeah. dashboard yeah. and it's more of making sure that you're getting the best value out of all those things mm. I think can be a challenge because everything's in there yeah. Yeah. I mean, not everything but, but it's just there I think that's the difference is that all of that data can be gra- can be gathered from other systems you know whether you're using things like NetFlow or mm. or AVC or other other tooling I think the, the difference is and where it differentiates is it, it is just there you yeah. you plug it in and you put your connect you put your clients on and it, it, it just happens it just happens and yeah. it captures it as a as a byproduct yeah. and, and the interesting thing as well it, from a security respect how it in- integrates with other so we've talked about ISE yeah. it also integrates with uh, OpenDNS it does 
Yeah. So for yeah. the MXs, you yeah. can you get access to uh, Open DNS. Yeah. So yeah, umbrella product. Yeah. So it's uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's called Umbrella now. Umbrella now. Yeah. Umbrella. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the uh, it's cool. It it is cool. Mm. It's awesome. The uh, so the other thing I like about uh, the the application visibility is that say you recognise that actually ten percent of your traffic is going out mm. to YouTube or mm. uh, Spotify or a non-business critical service. Um, that same signature base that we're using to identify those applications, you can use to apply a policy. Yep. So you can then very quickly around, say. Yeah. Blimey! I didn't realise quite so much of my traffic was uh, was was non-business critical. Mm. I've had the business complaining to me that X Y Z application yeah. isn't running properly. I'll go and deploy a policy mm. in three or four clicks mm-hmm. that will either rate limit YouTube or mm. stop people from from using yeah. it entirely. So it's that ease of use and having the the visibility mm. of what you what what's going on, and then that the ease of use to be able to actually do something about that. I think mm. is very powerful. Yeah. 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 It is good. Um, so I know we, we, we've literally been talking for ages now. We haven't even got sort of like <laughs> point two on our list of things to talk about. But it's the, it's, it's the thing of and the, the value of the dashboard is, is that operational simplicity from, mm. from my the feedback mm. understanding of, of, of Meraki, isn't it? It's, it's so high. Go, go a bit more into, I mean, how, is, how does it make things simple? Mm. So, I mean, one of the things that I really like, uh, so a really good example that uh, I guess uh, those of us working in networking have probably seen uh, that competition of actually how long has my device been up? And some guys had their, 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 their device up for 10 years and then somebody mm-hmm. comes back and says, oh, yeah, mine's been up for 14 years. Oh, mine's been up for 17 years. That's brilliant, but would you would you still be running a PC with Windows ninety eight or Windows ninety five? I don't think it that? still would run, would it? <laughs> <laughs> I do have a laptop with XP in the outside. So. Yeah, likewise. Yeah, but I mean, would you <laughs> would you see your Windows XP laptop? Would you see that as being a great thing? And uh, I guess most importantly, with Mr. Jackson in the room, would you see that as being secure? Uh, uh, Funnily enough, I actually when I boot it up, I only use it for certain applications that yeah. still run on XP, and I turn off the Wi-Fi, <laughs> don't plug it into the network or anything. Yeah, yeah. no, but you're right. You, you're absolutely right. I think that's a a really critical point. Is people will put a lot of focus on patch management of mm. the end point. But very rarely do people put the same focus of patch management on because the network. Because of the old thing yeah. about, you I mean, we, we've talked about SDN in previous podcasts, but yeah. it is that thing of the network goes in, it's nailed up, mm-hmm. and then you go, it's such a hard thing to change. And mm-hmm. you're going, actually, how can I make that simpler? Yeah. I go, well, okay, every time a patch comes out, Meraki can get supplied. But you can apply it when you want to. You don't have to say, right, because yeah. obviously yeah, the world is trying to run. Upon you. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. But, uh, I mean, it's a, I think it's a really, I mean, mm-hmm. it's a simple example, but if you, if you, had a, a Meraki switch, you plug that in and you never change the config on mm, that device. Mm. You put it into a dusty uh, wiring closet for 10 years. Mm. When you come back to it in 10 years' time, that device will be running the latest firmware uh, and will have all the latest security patches applied mm. to it. Well, so, and you talk about things like that when we've talked in other security podcasts. Mm. That is like one of the big things, isn't it? Is keep, mm. keep your patches up patches to date. Up to date. Yeah. And all the ransomware stuff's gone on. Your network's going to be pa- updated on patches. Yeah. Or at least you'll know when you're going to do things and, and mm. when, the, when there's a patch available and you'll then simply yep. enough be able to go, I'm going to schedule this. Because you don't have to do it everywhere all at the same time, do you? Or nope. do you? No, you don't. No, you've got control over it. So you'll get an email saying, we're planning to upgrade your devices mm-hmm. at X time. Um, do you want to do it or do you want to defer it mm. or do you want to reschedule it? Um, so you've yep. got, you have got control um, over It's not going to happen in the middle of the day. No, no. I guess, I guess the key point, and, and I think if I'm not mistaken it sort of 
I'm not saying it forces people to upgrade, but I guess we're not in a situation with any customer who's got Meraki deployed kit where they're 17 patches out of date. Because I mm. guess at some point we'll we will force upon them a patch. I guess. I mean, I'm, I'm, is that right, or, or do yeah, we do we allow that legacy to just perpetuate? Yeah, that, yeah, I don't know. I don't know yeah. at what point we say no. Actually, we really, we really have yeah, to. Yeah. Um, but I mean, why? Mm. Why would you? Like, yeah, why, yeah. Why would it's you? Kind of, it's kind of where Microsoft moved to over sort of Windows Ten, I believe, is they're mm. moving much more to a actually patches available. And why would you want to defer that for three years or for? Yeah. Yeah. you know actually it's a good thing for everybody to get all the patches on absolutely the it's a bit like the the kind of apple model i guess yeah. where you get the pop-up <laughs> that says you we're upgrading yeah. your device yeah, do you want to do happen. it now or later yeah um it's uh it's, it's almost sort of upgrades by default away, rather than yeah. by uh, by kind of yeah, exception yeah, yeah, so yeah. um but i guess i mean on the subject of of new firmware mm. This is the other really nice thing is the ability for us to very easily roll out new features. Mm-hmm. So as part of, I mean, we talked a little bit about licensing, but uh, just to, to be clear, literally you, you buy a piece of hardware and you buy a term license for one, three, five, seven or 10 years. Um, and included in that license is support, is, is warranty, is access to the dashboard and access to all innovation. So we've got lots of very clever people in San Francisco who are creating some really cool stuff. So I logged into Dashboard on Friday, was helping a customer around their wireless network, and there's a new wireless analytics page in there, just like that. It's a, it's a new feature that just been rolled out. You just you get it. Um, there's no additional cost for that. There's no additional license. It's it's there, and that I think is is really powerful. So is that continued access to innovation then? So Absolutely. as you bring out new stuff and new things get invented, you just get it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Wonderful. that kind of evergreen, uh, evergreen network, I guess, that uh, so is the Nirvana. To, to keep this moving on to point three or four, even, <laughs> we might have got to point four, is, is the one thing that comes up, and we would talk about this maybe from a software-defined networking point mm-hmm. of view as well, is that people get concerned about, I mean, do, am I just, is my role going to become yeah. sort of null and void? Can, can mm. this be run by, a, by any, old, any old person? Mm. So that's, that's a question I want to... Posed to you? Yeah, it's it's an interesting one, and I think it. I mean, it does it does come up um, because obviously we're making. Uh, I mean, f- for the example around uh, applying an application policy, that's mm. that's now a very easy thing to do. Um, what it what it doesn't take away is still the need to understand networking. You still mm. need to to design these things. There still needs to be governance and uh, and and thought that goes into actually how you how you operate that network, how you design it in the first place. The, the key point really is that we're making it easier to, to do those things that ultimately aren't massively exciting of pushing out a config mm-hmm. to, to loads of devices. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's probably not the reason um, that most of our listeners would have got into IT yeah. is to, to be sitting there um, making, uh, making config changes on thousands of boxes. Mm. So we're, we're making the boring stuff easier, basically, yeah. but it doesn't take away the, the bits that still require some now. So, yeah, so you still need to know how a network works. If you want to roll out application visibility or you want to go around analytics, you've got to know what they mean and you've still got to understand how they impact your network. Where would you apply policy? If you're going to design a network, how are you going to design it? It still need a good design practice. You've got to understand how a network works and how how the the, the flows of your data are going to go. So you still need to be fundamentally have a good understanding of networking and 
telephony and security mm. and all the other things. Yeah. It's not something, it's, all it is is the implementation of that policy or those features is just going to become easier yeah. and understanding the impact of that is going to be easier and yeah. troubleshooting is going to be easier. Yes. There we go. Yeah, so, I mean, the, the way I like to think about this is that actually the network, while all of us in this room have, have built our careers on it and I guess a lot of people listening have built careers on I don't think I've got networks. a career. <laughs> That's why I'm true. doing podcasting. It's true, he hasn't. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to find another one. It's, uh, so my point was that uh, it's, it's not the sexiest part of technology. I mean, there, there, there's some amazing things that can we can do. Him? What? <laughs> <laughs> the, technology is sexy. Yeah, but the networking bit, you know. The it net- was, I tell you yeah. what. Networking the stories he could tell you. Yeah, <laughs> networking is. I mean, obviously, it's yeah. it's massively sexy. Um, but it's, there's probably even sexier things that you can do with technology. And by making this stuff simple, um, hopefully having to invest less time in just keeping the lights on, yeah. it means that you've then got more time to focus on the design work, mm-hmm. to focus on the, the, the good governance. And when those business challenges come you. in, you can very quickly pick them up and, and yeah. go, yes, I think we can do that, give us, and then, yeah, we can solve that with Meraki. Yeah, exactly. And say, right, here's, and then you'll be able to co- look at the solution, come up with the solution very quickly, and then implement it very quickly. Yeah, you can be a lot more more agile. Yeah, that's fair Ooh. to say. Agile. There we go. So it does it does make things simpler, but the intention is that it makes the boring things simpler. Yeah. Um, it's not taking away... Um, the intelligence that needs but to But it go makes into. it easier as well to understand the complex parts of it. So if we, mm. we talked about software-defined networking, if you were going to look at that from a, a um, I don't know, a, another vendor's point of view or from a, a um, an on-prem point of view, it could be quite daunting. Mm. And how, and, and mm. we, we mean, and there's simple ways of solving that um, through SDN. But this same sort of example of with Meraki, you could take that solution and very quickly understand the fundamentals of it and very quickly deploy it instead of going, mm. right, I need to go away and go on a course for five days mm. and or two weeks or whatever to really fundamentally understand it. Or I need to lock myself in a room and read loads and loads mm. of books about it. Yeah. So that's the thing. And the one thing that's also come out from this, and we were talking about, and it was really because Brett has been on, been at Cisco a long time, and he's done the. I mean, he's been in. He worked in the same team as I did in the enterprise networking team, and then he's now in Meraki. So, and I asked him. I said, "What are the couple of things that would you say is, is, is stuck out for you?" And one of them was about um, simplicity mm. and simple, not necessarily equals basic. There you are. There we go. Yeah, th- this was a real. Uh, this was a bit of a light bulb moment for me um, a, a little while ago, where I think there's a, a perception that by going down uh, the Meraki route, that you get a. Uh, when you touched mm-hmm. on it earlier, yeah. Mark, about uh, being being light on features or, or not getting quite quite so much um, functionality as you would if you went down another route. Um, but actually, I think. Simplicity does certainly does not equal basic in this in this example. So, uh, I think because it makes it easier to roll out a more advanced configuration, you probably are more in, more inclined to do it. So, uh, to roll out content filtering, for example, is is a very easy thing to do. Yep. Um, so you can create. Uh, you, I mean, t- wireless is is. Um, where, where I've come from. So uh, using that as an example, you can roll out a network, uh, a new SSID uh, with rate limiting, with a splash page, with 
uh, with content filtering, with a bonjour services directory, all of these sort of fairly complex things mm-hmm. um, to, to, to roll out um, now are very, very simple to do. It's a, it's a slider here, it's a checkbox here, um, and you can get that, you can get that uh, new SSID stood up um, very, very quickly, whereas in the past it, uh, it, it might have been tricky enough to mm. end up in the too hard to do bucket yeah. and you end up with a with a simpler config yeah so that i think to me was a real light bulb moment mm. that uh, actually the simplicity means that you end up with uh, more advanced features more, are more accessible yeah. and and uh, you're probably more inclined to use them so that's really good and and thank you for for, for highlighting that so the other things is around we've talked about operational simplicity from the actual configuring from the actual dashboard and how we can make complicated features very quick and easy to deploy. But what about it from the whole thing? And, and I'm talking about sort of cradle to grave of mm. from the moment of going, right, I'm, I want to look at Meraki. Yeah. And I'm going onto the Cisco, on the Meraki Cisco website and then to actually getting the kit ordered and all that. So do you want to take us through that? Yeah, sure. Um, so, so this is another, I think, a really good, this is another light bulb moment for me. So uh, I've got a lot of them now. I have yeah, had some light, light bulb moments. Bulbs. Hope they're really gay. Yeah. <laughs> Hope they're energy efficient light bulbs. <laughs> Hugh. Um, other uh, light bulbs are available. <laughs> light bulbs are, are available. Um, so the, if you look at how the business is structured, so everybody um, everybody from a development point of view sits in San Francisco so from a hardware development software development um, user experience etc 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 all sit in in one building um, now what that means is that it's very um, easy for us to have a sort of an end-to-end uh, or, or look at look at a system end-to-end so right from the experience of, of ordering that, that device, your, your bill of materials is pretty straightforward. You've got, we've talked about it before, you've got a piece of hardware and you've got a license. Yeah. Um, from then taking that, uh, that sales order that, that where you've, you've purchased that kit, you can take that sales order number, you can add that into dashboard and all of the bits of equipment aligned to that uh, sales order number are populated in dashboard. So you're then up and running logically you've got or every bit of kit that you've ordered is is in dashboard already that can still be in manufacturing that can still be on a truck on its way to sites and you can start configuring it so you can then go on uh, a good example i ran an event just before christmas and i was setting up my my ssid you, so you were doing a forum and you were providing the wireless so yeah. Maraki did the wireless connectivity for that forum so it was I mean, hundreds of maybe thousands of, of, of people. Yeah, it was about it, three or four hundred people. Oh, um, okay. I picked it up a bit too much. Yeah. <laughs> All right, it, was, it was three people and a dog. Yeah. <laughs> but it was, I mean, it was a decent sized network. So it was a couple of switches, a couple of security appliances, 15 access points. Um, and the, I mean, the nice thing from my side is that I'm on the train on the way down there. I'm configuring it on the train as I go. Um, once those bits of equipment start... So um, you're sat there on the train with like, all the boxes out and, and your APs and everything, <laughs> just sat there all over the seats. With my, with my, with my console cables. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's no. That's a that's, no. Yeah. That's a no. So you're, just thinking you're on the internet then. On the internet, configuring everything in dashboard. I get to site, get my internet connection up and running and start plugging my devices in. As soon as they've got that internet connection, and they start inheriting that config. So 
very uh, I mean as far as setting up a network inside uh, sort of 12 hours or so go um, aside from some of the cabling challenges we had on that site which were nothing to do with Meraki uh, it was a very simple process <laughs> to get maybe them. you should look at that then. <laughs> yeah <laughs> cloud connected cabling there we yeah. go there we go um, but actually I mean that, that's another a good example so we had we had challenges with uh, with cabling on site because uh, our uh, you're looking at me like I know what you're talking about now. <laughs> I, I know where you're going with this point, and I have no clue. So uh, your your manager, Mr. Goff, uh, sales manager extraordinaire, uh, not very good at creating cables. So uh, uh, he was he was there with a roll of Cat Five and uh, and a pair of crimps trying to make me some cables, and he wasn't very good at it. And we were able to use the cable testing mm. uh, function on the switch to test actually. Does this cable work? Yeah. It said no. So we knew that he'd not done a very good job. So we went so back. Dave, and a big shout out to Dave Goff there. Uh, <laughs> on can't podcast. Make you you can't cables. do Cat 5. And I think that's a perfect example of keeping salespeople away from anything from technical. Yeah. yeah. Keep them away from technology. <laughs> so, I mean, things like that, I, I think, are. But that's another example of you still got to know networking. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? It's one to three, two to six, crossover cable. There yeah. we go. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. So. Show off. Because <laughs> I, I went through my indoctrination of being locked in a room once and said, "Right, go make up a hundred, go, uh, go make up a hundred cables." <laughs> yeah, to be honest, I don't uh, think they ever let me out. I'm finger pointing uh, at Mr. Goff here, but I think none of us in that room at that time were very good at making those cables. So, um, anyway, where were we? We were talking about uh, <laughs> we were talking about kind of cradle to grave, weren't we? Yeah, so, yeah. right from uh, from from ordering that device to, to to getting it up and running to uh, to applying config to it is is thought through, um, even down to what you get in the box. So we'll typically include screws and raw plugs and mm. all the things that you need if you're mounting that device to a ceiling. Then you'll you'll get everything that you need. Uh, that'd be an access point, not a switch, or a an MX. Oh, you got me. There we go. Trying to be cheeky and cut me out. <laughs> so with the camera, you'll get a a little uh, star screwdriver so that you can Ooh, you can talk one, things. isn't it? There we go. So all of those kind of things are, I like in that it's been it's been really thought through on and actually if there's a guy up a ladder or a girl up a ladder putting uh, putting this thing to Good the catch. ceiling, thanks. Um, then all the screws will be included in a little foam pouch so you're not having to fill your pocket up with it with a, a little zip bag full of screws it's, it's in a it's in a little bit of foam if you drop the bit of foam then your screws don't go everywhere but it's the small thing you know it, it, yeah. it, uh, you know i don't want to dwell on it too much it. but somebody's actually thought i i really love good design and good well thought hmm. things it doesn't matter where they are and i really dislike when people have not thought things through for me as a consumer and 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 I you know I hate to kind of point at other vendors, but Apple do this. You know they they think about the way they package their product, think about yeah. the experience, and that's what I found when I got my Meraki kit as well for home. It, it, you know like all all the different types of screws are there, whether you're going to connect to a or bolt your AP to a solid wall or a wooden yeah. wall or a, it's just somebody's thought about it, and yeah. I think it's a really small thing, but it makes such a difference. Yeah, absolutely. And I think uh, I think that I mean coming back to the way that we're structured, but I think having everybody in one great yeah. big building. It makes that so much easier. It's it's joined up from start to finish yeah. um, across development, across marketing, across product management. It's it's mm. just joined up. I think. Aww. 
That's lovely. So, um, <laughs> great. The sincerity, I think. Yeah, the sincerity, no. yeah. Because I'm, I'm, yeah. Am I ever going to go out to San Francisco? No. I, I, yeah, no. I get to, tra- I get to travel down the lovely M4 corridor on a regular basis. It's awesome. Um, so it's a bit of green-eyed monster there. So mm-hmm. there, you can keep your San Francisco. Um, so the other thing that we talk about is, you mean, where, where does this sit? You mean, mm. which verticals? You mean, do we talking? Is it good in, in, I don't know. Big, for big enterprises, it could be for for in public sector. It could it be? You know, where do you see this? Yeah, it, there there is no typical Meraki customer, I'd say. So I, I think we have been very strong in in retail because this the the model of uh, of cloud management fits really well into a into a distributed enterprise. So that means you've got lots and lots and lots and lots mm. and lots and lots of offices. Branches. So yeah. where you look at someone like retailers in the UK, some of the big ones, you're talking 400 plus sites that you're going to be dropping wireless into and having that managed is a headache. Yeah. So, I mean, a really good example is Ladbrokes, bookmakers. So I guess we've all seen a Ladbrokes. Mm -hmm. It's a a relatively small site, um, but there's thousands of them, literally thousands Mm. of them throughout the UK. Um, and they're a, they're a big customer of ours because they really value uh, the ability to, to roll it out very quickly. Um, that said, I'm also one of my customers is a, a, a heavy manufacturing customer. They who's going to say a heavy metal fan? <laughs> <laughs> they're uh, one of the largest manufacturers in in the UK, um, and they run Meraki Wireless in their uh, in their manufacturing plant. So it, there's not really a typical customer i would say um so there's no typical vertical it could be anywhere so anywhere Mm. where you feel that all the things that we've talked about today sort of about the simplicity central management the ease of deploying complicated features and functionality Mm. uh, the dashboard of that one window to everything and very simple and easy to deploy those sort of things resonate for you then that could be someone this meraki could be something you need to go, go have a look at yeah yeah, I mean, the, the one thing I guess that is common throughout most of our customers is they've probably got some kind of cloud-first strategy. Um, yeah, yeah, that's a good point because obviously we've got a lot of customers out there, even even in, we look in public sector, going cloud-first mm. from applications yeah. using Office mm. 65. You've got departments using Google Docs. You've got things like that. So it's it's a very, um, it's a real good point, isn't it? If you, so yeah. if you're open to cloud already, why not? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, some of our customers describe that as being zero tech. They, they don't want to own and manage the asset anymore. Mm. Um, and Meraki fits very well into into that kind of model. Um, in terms of the way that it's it's financed, it's it's very easy to then become a, a consumption model. It's yeah. it's very uh, what sort of like pays you use or exactly. So sort of a a per device per month kind of cost. Oh okay. Mm. Um, so it, it's very easy to to build those kind of uh, I don't know if I'm allowed to use this term on the podcast, but the commercial wrapper uh, oh. around the uh, around oh. the solution. Sorry, it's Sorry the accent that did it to me. It was the dodgy voice. I'm definitely going to cut out. I mean, to kind of leave it in. Um, uh, so yeah, so it's really interesting because when we first came together and, and we part of the Cisco family together. Um, as in when we when we acquired Meraki, <laughs> that was a really sort of silly way of saying it. Um, it was we were all sort of looking at where does it fit, where does it fit. Yeah. But I, th- I I feel that through what we've talked about today, you can sort of, you mean if those things resonate to you as a customer, mm. and you go well, okay, 
you, you're looking at simplicity, you might have distributed offices, but you're looking at of all those things that we've talked about and you've got a good cloud first strategy, you could you could have a look at Meraki. One thing I'm gonna have to talk about now, and, and apologies mm. to everybody, I'm gonna talk about security. Do it. Uh, so you mean cloud always comes as part with a conversation of security. Mm. So what 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 does the people need to think about what are the considerations I might throw out over to Mark you'll throw it to me throw it to I wasn't you. expecting that <laughs> um, no I think I think it, it it's often become a, a real sticking point that whole concept of cloud and I think with Meraki it is often the first question because it's like I'm going to be putting my boxes out there they're going to be connected to this cloud and is my traffic going to be going to the cloud and where's it going and, and, and I think the first thing to say is your traffic isn't going to the cloud this is a management because, channel. So, is it, so it is just the management data purely goes up to yeah. purely management goes up to the cloud. Absolutely. All your data stays on prem. Absolutely. The, I think there's only one exception to that, and correct me if I'm wrong, which is if you're doing uh, packet capture. Hmm. So you could do a, you know, packet capture Wireshark type thing through dashboard, which almost by definition means the traffic must have to somehow be all this elements of that must actually go up to the cloud, but that's configurable. You can turn it on and off, and correct me if I'm yeah. wrong, that's effectively the way it works, yeah? Yeah, absolutely. You can either have a uh, like a cloud shark, I think yes. it's called, like it's a really? wire shark in the cloud, um, or you can pull down a PCAP file. Yeah. Um, uh, and then, uh, and I guess, then so you could pull down the PCAP file and analyze it on your own laptop. Then. Yeah, so it's, yeah. Yeah. yeah, there are, I guess, a couple of other um, examples where traffic might go into the cloud. Mm -hmm. So we, we host a, a radio server, for example. Yep. So maybe for um, for certain types of user, maybe mm -hmm. BYOD, yep. you don't want to run your own certificate authority. Yep. Um, you can do that in the cloud. Yep. But that um, won't be the user's data. That still not user data. That's correct. Yeah. Yes. Control yeah, data. Yeah. 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 So yeah, yeah, absolutely right. Data yeah. plane traffic stays yeah ninety nine point nine percent time. It's yeah. always okay. local. Yeah. yeah, and and I think in terms of cloud, it's the other side is well, as you said, certainly in government, uh, there's a cloud first strategy, and there is a massive use of Google Docs, Office mm. three six five, AWS, Azure. You know, public clouds are everywhere, and and I think this is just another way of doing it. And in fact, yeah. actually, coming back to the point we were talking about about patching, actually you might find this gives you more security because not only do you get that patch management thing, yeah. which people aren't doing very well for non-cloud managed services, but you're also getting all the visibility from a single dashboard in a very digestible, consumable way, which people often aren't getting for traditional mm. non-cloud yeah. offered service. So in a slightly perverse way, it's probably improving people's security. And, and that's often said about security, about cloud services is mm. they're often better managed than than on people's on-prem yeah. services yeah. because of all the things that people don't do terribly well when they're on-prem. Yeah. So, so I think but it's, it's managing risk though as well, isn't it? Yeah, so of course going, it is. Well, yeah. Okay, yeah. Is, is this cloud strategy enabling me to do my business in a in a, in a cost-effective way? The answer could be yes, but then just like, what are the risks? Well, manage them. Yeah, mm. yeah, or not. And, and or, or you know, not. again, we're not we're not saying this is the only way to go. Yeah, well, I think this is this is all about choice, and I think what Brett's yeah. articulated is this is just one way you can go. If all of those things are important to you, and you feel you can manage whatever risk you believe might exhibit when you do do this, then yeah. great, go, you know, fill your boots. But mm. otherwise, you know, there's a lots of capability we offer yeah. as an yeah. alternative. So, so where do these clouds live? Uh, not, not on the air, with, and they're all nice and fluffy. in the cloud. So there are uh, there are various uh, data centers around the world. You can choose uh, if you want to keep your uh, management traffic within uh, the EU. You can you can do so. And there's a, there's a data center in Ireland and a couple in Germany. 
Um, one thing, if, if this is a hot topic for you, I would definitely suggest going to uh, meraki.cisco.com forward slash trust. And there's a brilliant website that talks through um, a lot of the questions that you've probably mm. got in your mind right now about um, SLAs, about where does my traffic reside, mm. about what traffic do we get visibility of, et cetera, et cetera. So, I, I was thinking about what's for lunch. Well, yeah, actually we are getting there, aren't we? <laughs> um, so, yeah, I definitely suggest looking at that uh, that website. Um, I mean, in terms of, uh, I guess, the, the sort of broader security capability mm. of, of the solution, um, there are uh, there are integrations into, I mean, I don't know if you've done things like ThreatGrid and SourceFire as part yeah, of the, yeah. the podcast. Um, so there are uh, integrations mm. with those other parts of yep. the sort of Cisco security portfolio. Um, we've got two-factor authentication for logging into the mm. dashboard. All of these kind mm. of things are, are sort of there by default, uh, very robust role-based access, access control. Blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, so yeah. a lot of these things, I mean, as I say, this is a 10-year-old product now. Mm. We're getting to the point where it's, it's pretty mature it's as, a, mature, as a cloud yeah. service. So a lot of these things have been thought through. Um, the, the, the questions that you've got, if you've got them, uh, other people have probably thought about them in the past. Mm. Um, so definitely worth, worth having a look on that website and seeing. And, and the one thing, um, and we talked about sort of earlier on in the, in the podcast, and I'll bring it up again and... and, and show it again and talk about it a bit further on is seeing the dashboard because mm. the seeing the dashboard is the thing that you guys do you will come into a room and you'll say look first thing you do I'm going to show you I'm going to show it to you mm. I'm going to show you how easy it is the other thing that customers can do or anybody listening to this podcast you can go and sign up for webinars can't you you can yeah absolutely so that is uh, really the the way to get a better understanding I would say of Meraki um, well, better than you talking about it. Much better than me talking about it. Yeah, <laughs> I'd, I'd say going and uh, and having a play with it. Uh, we give you a free access point enabled to enable you to do that. So, uh, if so you, you so to only say is that you go to the webinars. So you go to Cisco, uh, do Meraki.com forward slash webinars, something like that, or uh, Google yeah, Meraki Google web Meraki webinars. Meraki webinars. Uh, how do you spell it now? Let me ask you. M E R A K I. Meraki. Uh, just Google that and webinars, uh, and you'll find them there. And they, they do some vertical specific ones as well. Yeah. Uh, but you sign up, and then you'll get a free AP. There we go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and definitely the best way to to start getting your head around it. I would and, say. and an AP being an access point, so it's Wi-Fi access point. There we there go. go. I'm picking myself up again. <laughs> um, and the other thing as well, uh, you, what I'll do is I'll tweet. I'll most probably tweet the link to the webinars. I'll tweet the link to the, the Meraki website, uh, and I'll tweet the. Uh, there's going to be a tech huddles. So uh, for those of you who may be familiar with it, we do tech huddles. So it's basically a bit of a roadshow. Uh, and then we're going to do one coming up soon on just on Meraki. We are. So uh, yeah, look out for that. I'll tweet the link to that so you can go and register it if yeah. you want to if you want any more information you can ping us on uh you can ping me on twitter at, at justin woolen or email me because that's where uh, uh our other listeners sam and uh, sam and bruce uh, got <laughs> emailed me emailed us okay. which is great because it was uh made my day those emails yeah, <laughs> it's awesome all the two of them yeah but it's great it doesn't matter yeah Small but it was uh, and, it, and it was all works so two o's one l so uh justin.woolen at cisco.com two o's one l so yeah, and, uh, and I'll, and I'll um, if you're interested, ping us that, or I'll tweet them out the links to that as well. So it is. I mean, is seeing is believing, and and mm. being able to see the the simplicity uh, of how you can deploy complicated things uh, in a very quick and a rapid format is is awesome. It's brilliant. Um, Brett, is there anything else to talk about? No. You're happy. <laughs> That's it. Are, are we are we miraculed out? I we? think I think we might be. No, I, I think uh, we've covered it all. 
um, we've covered it all pretty well. So yeah, I'd say definitely as a next step, go and get yourself signed up to a webinar um, and and experience it yourself. I, I want to get an MX appliance. I'm, I'm putting that out there. I'd like okay. an MX appliance, please, we'll see what we can do. so I can control uh, <laughs> the internet usage in my house and uh, things like that. There you go. I, I, I know you'll go, go and buy one like everybody else yeah. does. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thanks for that. It's easy. Anyway, um, thanks very much for listening. Hopefully the uh, the audio quality has been different. Uh, I'd like to say better. I hope it is. Cause it took content a, content and audio content. quality are two very different yeah. measures. Yeah. So. <laughs> same, same, yeah. same. Yeah. Well, but from, from me anyway. Yeah. Um, Brett, thanks for joining us today. Thanks it's been awesome. Hat-trick performance. First one. Mm. Boom. Boom. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Mark, co-host. Thank you. Chief contributor of all Chief things of anything to do with security. Um, thanks for listening, everybody. Please contact the podcast, and we'd love to hear from you. Believe me, you don't know how much it made our day Absolutely. when getting <laughs> yeah. getting two emails. It yeah. was great. It was. Um, so yeah, but uh, tweet us, say, tweet us, or email us if there's anything you'd want to talk uh, talk about. If you've got any questions, it's great to hear from you. And I'm still need to get some WD40 for the squeaky chair. Yep. So um, <laughs> look forward to speaking to you all soon at the next podcast. Cheers, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye bye.